right. Well, we're back together again, guys. Sparrow Wren, Frank Murray, Feather and Fur Music, featherandfurmusic.com. On Instagram, um, I'm, all the social media platforms, I believe you're on, you have a Facebook page? Yes. Have and and the website featherandfurmusic.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we are moving on to the next song on the creation of this project, number four. And and I can't remember. This is the actual track list on the order that they'll be on the CD. Or that is not the actual. Track oh, okay, list. okay. So it could there's still room to mix and match. Yes. Okay. Um, but the song we're going to talk about now is Isle of Wright. White. Um, White. White. Sorry, Isle of Wight. There's no R in there. I need my reading glasses. Um, do you want to mention the promotional stuff for the uh, for the album release, the, the 13th and the 14th of February? Is that still... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we're Go still ahead. set for uh, Music Millennium. We're going to be performing in the Crow's Nest uh, at Music Millennium uh, at uh, 6, 6, p.m. 6 p.m. Yes, um, very cool place. And, uh, and so we'll perform all nine songs. And then the following day, on uh, February the 14th, we'll be at uh, Blue Diamond performing all of the songs. And did we know it? Was that an 8 p.m. show, maybe? That's a 7. 7 p.m., okay. Yeah. And uh, wear black, right? <laughs> on, on Valentine's Day, we made oh, yeah. a point to say that last time. Yeah, nothing, nothing but love songs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! All right, origin story of Isle of Wight, which is a good way to start this because I already screwed up. <clears throat> my brain put an R in there. Um, is that an actual place, Isle of Wight? Oh yeah, I, sh- I should know this. It's a, I, uh, uh, off of the coast of the UK. I figured it was uh, the British very Isles. Very popular vacation destination, big music festival, the Isle of Wight Festival. I have heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, very picturesque. Yeah. It's a cool place. Okay. Yeah. I've never been there, but I got close. So <laughs> who had the title of this song then? Or how did you come up with it? We always do the same thing. Where Did you have the music or the lyrics first or just an idea? Uh, well, we were just trying to brainstorm come up with something uh, (laughs) a little happier song right sparrow's favorite right and a happy loving song so we're we're brainstorming okay what can we do to to make something kind of happy maybe a getaway (laughs) or something and and then uh it's i can't remember if i did that that little uh, guitar thing, but we kind of built the song around that little riff. Mm, yeah, it's a cool little riff. Yeah. Okay. And we 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 specifically wanted I guess. like kind of a light vacationy feel kind of a song, okay. and so we were uh, playing with words that kind of sounded you know had a good mouth feel, and the um, Isle of Wight has so many interesting things about it. Right, it's um, someplace that not a lot of people. Um, have heard of but it you know it is you know it has a a niche popularity has that association with music that Frank mentioned and then it's also it has a designation of being the most haunted place on earth and uh, and that uh, that's why uh, uh, we gave it a little bit of a ghost voice um, throughout the song it has a really high-pitched sort of ghost thing Okay, so in the way you sang it, but also some of the studio engineering you did just, on it? Just another layering okay. of vocal. Yeah, it's a harmony. So I'm singing oh. the lead on it, but then I'm also singing like a high, high harmony. Okay. That kind of comes and goes oh. past the microphone. Okay. Goes. <laughs> you have to listen carefully. Yeah, and is that something um, in the studio, is that something you literally had to 
physically do it that way, or are there other physically do to that? Make, to yes, get that effect. Get wow, around, that, that yeah. saves the engineer a lot of <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> less work on your uh, iPad. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's how it. Yeah, originally, <laughs> that's exactly how it was. Yeah, it was. Actually, we got that, that technique from the first song that we recorded, you know, at Nolan's apartment, you yeah. know, before we went to a studio. And we were looking on, uh, for Runaway for Riley, we were looking for um, a high harmony that uh, softly kind of was in and out and around. Mm. And we couldn't really get it um, easily with the recording. And so physically started moving around, which is ridiculous. But it gave what we wanted, which is just also kind of fun, so... Is I I don't I doubt it happened, but it would have been kind of fun if you had somebody just video recording this whole process in the studio, like a behind the scenes of watching you try to do this. <laughs> it would have been fun. Yes, yeah, we did have some behind the scenes video stuff. Just a but, little bit. Yeah. But yeah, not of that. When uh, when we were doing the uh, the vocals, uh, pretty much I was in the dark. I couldn't see anybody. They put <laughs> curtains um, all around my uh, sound booth, mm -hmm. and uh, literally, you know, everybody was just a disembodied voice. It, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a ghost video. <laughs> so this was uh, this was a song just during a, a brainstorming session. Pretty much. So neither one of you came to the came to it with either a lyric idea or a chord progression, but you guys intentionally sat down to try to write something upbeat and yeah, happy. that that was totally uh, uh, created from brainstorming. Yeah. Okay. And. and so was it your familiar, uh, the, your familiarity with the Isle of Wight? Who had the idea of using that as kind of a reference? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure when it popped in, but I, I'm very familiar with Isle of Wight mm -hmm. because, uh, like, there's a lot of famous uh, uh, concerts that have been there. I mean, Jimi Hendrix back in the oh, 60s, wow. the Isle of Wight performance. I got a video of that, so... Most haunted place on earth, uh, and is there? I'm assuming there's a lot of old castles and stuff there. Is that part of the hauntingness of it? I I, I don't know that much detail. Okay, so I can't yeah. be, be a credible source on that. It came, it, and I got my information from Google. So um, <laughs> when we were looking for, since we knew we wanted a vacation kind of a situation, we were looking for words that had a nice mouth mouth feel mm -hmm. to them, and so literally, you know, we kind of together went through a lot of you know what about trinidad what about tobago what about oh. <laughs> like literally like what sounds good you know just what has a, a nice light feel that goes oh. with the you know with the the riff or chord progression so that actually we're just going down a list of vacate possible vacation places around the world saying the words and see how it felt right yeah. and you're right uh, you're right Isle, Isle of Wight is, is, is a soft, kind of easy, yeah, and instead of like Trinidad. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And, the, and, the, and the guitar riff is just kind of, you know, it's a very just uh, real light type of a feel to it. So it all... It is it a, is it a faster pace song? Or? Yeah, it's good. I got a good, good uh, brisk tempo. Okay. And it was your first effort to take the music someplace instead of allowing the music to take us someplace right and th the reason i say that is like in almost every other uh writing session we had <clears throat> like um you know it, it was uh like very organic you know like um you know we had some lyrics already or we had um a chord progression or a riff already and then it 
just sort of morphed. This was the first time that we decided like, okay, we really want to do something light and vacation-y and airy. So, you know, what sounds good? You know, what can we get behind in terms of mouthfeel? Then was this, uh, and do you remember what, uh, what number of, in, in your, the entire time you guys were working on this album, um, what number of song was this as far as, was this the third or fourth, fifth? Fourth, fourth or fifth, I think. Fourth or fifth. Yeah, it was, yeah, in the middle of the project. Yeah. And, uh, like, so again, nobody, nobody came with a, with a preconceived idea. Um, were you, as usual, the lyrics, you were the music? I, I left the lyrics to her. Okay. It's just better that way. <laughs> well, in some cases. <laughs> well, you know, I, one thing I do like, this, though, is, like, I am um, I, I really like words, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, is, it is very nice, like, even though Frank does give me a lot of, um, you know, latitude when it comes to lyrics, like, he also reins me in, you know. It's like, yeah, no, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's maybe too far out there or that's too this or... Because I tend to be very top of mind, you know, whatever it is that I'm feeling is what will come out. And, you know, for texture, sometimes that's, yeah. you know... It's good to it's good to have a yin to the yang. Yeah, I, I get I get little hook lines and melodies to go with them all the time. They just pop in my head constantly, okay. and so you know if I feed that in, and then we just you know work with the syllables and, and was this a quick one? Syllables. 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 Yeah, gotta keep the emphasis correct. <laughs> That's right. Was this a pretty quick? Uh, quick time or how long did it take start to start to finish for it this went, it went fairly quick i think <sighs> i had a harder time with this oh yeah. that's right right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay um, yeah this was the one where you know I, I had a harder time with this um because it was so specific you know instead of like you know letting the music take <clears> me in a direction you know i wanted to you know sort of control where you the wanted to direct going. the music yeah instead right. of it directing you kind and of. i have a harder time with that and yeah. um when we uh took uh, we took a little break and then kind of came back to everything after uh, after our break was over. Um, Frank and I had the chance to listen to everything with fresh ears. Yeah. And this was the one that I was like, yeah, no, you know, I um, I came back and like rewrote some of it. Um, and that was really nice. Like there were a couple of them that were that way where, you know, um, Frank had some changes or I had some changes. It was nice to have that little break. Now, when yeah. you say break, you're not just talking about like a hour lunch break you mean a break of, yeah. a, of a few days or a week yeah and, and then you come back and yeah, revisit it was more it. than a few few days or weeks i think it was a month or two yeah it was, yeah, a, it was a good long good, time uh, yeah oh, i got okay. really busy doing my my uh, petty fear stuff okay summertime and you went somewhere yeah, I think I, I think I went away to Europe for a little while or something. Yeah. Did you go oh, to the Isle of Wight. I did not go to the Isle of Wight. Although now I really very much want to go to the Isle of Wight. Oh, so it wasn't even like you guys just took a break and started working on other music. You guys just literally had other stuff going on, and yeah. you weren't in the studio for an extended time. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that was nice about this is we knew that we only had a limited amount of time that we would be able to work together. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so there was a start and an end point to the initial writing. Okay. And then when you came back from that break, both of you had fresh eyes on it. Did you do anything different with the music? Um, yeah. I mean, that I the, all the stuff uh, we wrote... Uh, all went on my iPad, mm-hmm. and so I I was messing with that 
here and there you know, the whole time. Oh, so okay. I forgot you, I, you I have would, access to it. I would rearrange some stuff, uh, guitar parts and things like that, or play play with stacked harmonies and, and you know, just little little things. And okay. So, you know, when we got back together, we had, you know, had those other ideas in there too. So Yeah, we changed some keys. We changed <clears> some <throat> um, some speeds. Oh. Yeah, uh, tempos. We... we uh, uh, you know, after sitting back for a while, and uh, that's what we what I did during the break is I, I kind of uh, messed with the uh, you know changing tempos and 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 doing that, and then when we got back together, we we you know we it was a more of a reality check to see if those things would really work. And okay, so yeah, yeah, were, so that was good. Were there any? Um, Anything unique, whether it's unique instruments or in the whole process of actually recording a final demo and all that stuff, any unique contributions from a specific musician other than you two, or was there anything unique about the instrumentation on this? Um, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary except for the glockenspiel in the background on every song. Glockenspiel? What? (laughs) (laughs) He's got a poker face. I can't read him. He does have a poker face, yes. All right. Well, no. So, Um, you know, there's nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, you know, the guys that played on on the, uh, did the studio recording, uh, you know, they're just all great players. Right. Okay. And um, one one, uh, uh, guitar part I did on... uh, 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 23 things. Um, I used an Ebo. Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's an electromagnetic um, device that you hold over the strings and the pickups, and it creates an infinite sustain. And really? Yeah, they're, uh, you hear them on records every once in a while. Uh, and uh, year, years ago, I, I worked for... Uh, company called Carver and and I did the NAMM show big music mm-hmm. show yep. every year and, and our booth was right across from the guy that invented it oh so when it was slow I'd go over and he'd show me how to how to use the bow and and, and is this something you can use on an acoustic or an electric guitar well it, it's <clears throat> you could use it on acoustic electric <clears throat> I you know I tell you the truth I haven't even tried it uh, acoustically but it 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 works with the pickup on the guitar right so it's a it's all electromagnetics so and, is it something you're somebody has to manually hold over the pickups? yeah so it, it's it's kind of a it's a little device with an arc on it okay and then on the bottom there's uh, uh, like some little rails and it just sits uh, hovers on strings and it 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 takes a little while to master it and I, I can't say I've mastered it but it sure is fun um, and then you just you move it right over the pickup that is your active pickup on the guitar. Okay. And like if it's on the the neck pickup, it's going to get a deeper sound. <clears throat> it's on the bridge pickup, a little brighter sound. And anyway, you just you move it. It's like playing a what they call it an ebo because it's like playing a bow. You know, oh, with a, okay. Uh, you know, a cello, violin, and. and <clears throat> um, so you just you just move it towards the pickup, and you you can make the thing talk if when you get really good. The the guy that invented it just was amazing. He'd play like, uh, 
you know, he pay, played a Beethoven piece on his guitar, you know. <laughs> so the, the person that's playing the guitar also has to do, deal with the Ebo. How, how are you holding that and strumming the chord? No, yeah, it, it, you play the guitar differently. You okay. usually use one string at a time. Okay. And you, you move it. It's like, like playing, uh, you know, playing the violin. And, but are and you actually strumming finger. strings? No, you're... Oh. you're, you're you're creating an electromagnetic vibration on the string, okay. and you're fretting with your hand, where you so want. sliding okay. or you know vibrato, oh, whatever. Wow. And yeah, so it's a you got to get your brain. But that that is that. some of that's in in this song, Isle <coughs> of White. No, that, oh. that I'm, I'm jumping from another song. Okay, but, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as far as unique instrumentate or uh, yeah things on on the whole recording that, okay that's <clears throat> probably the one that you know would make people scratch their head trying to figure out which song was that in 23 things 23 things yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. that beginning thing oh cool yeah <clears throat> and that uh that actually reminds me of like a way cooler version of this is spinal tap right because this is spinal tap they whip out the bow and they play the electric guitar <laughs> with a bow yeah. so well, this is like yeah. the upgrade that that was yeah they got that all from led zeppelin yeah, jimmy page used to play uh do his big thing with the bow oh so, i don't remember seeing that yeah but... uh in uh um oh well few of the songs i i saw led zeppelin live in the 70s and in in times. the u.s i'm assuming yeah okay yeah but and you know he used the bow the same same concept mm, yeah. yeah so that was I, that yeah. was an homage uh to, to led zeppelin is why they put that in the movie probably spinal tap yeah of course uh, yeah. yeah they're you know they're making fun of everybody <laughs> oh they did no, it was there. great no, no stone unturned there. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anything else uh unique or specific about this song you want to make sure you get in think so no. um yeah it's just a happy song it is a happy song. so you succeeded <laughs> we did succeed in yeah. a happy song it is a nice light bright <laughs> bouncy vacation song yeah without being like overly poppy right. you know we did want to like kind of stay away from you know from you know sort of something that was trite and that right. was the balancing that was the balancing act of this right is staying light and airy and vacationy and happy without but going, not cliche right and it sounds like you succeeded. I still haven't had the pleasure of listening to it, to any of these songs, except for RJ, of course, because you played it for me last time. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up. Isle of Wight. Uh, one more time. Uh, February 13th, 6 p.m. at Music Millennium. The next night, Valentine's Day at 7 p.m. at Blue Diamond. Correct. Album release parties. Um, yeah. And you're going to have the, um, the band for both nights. Yes. Yep. Cool. All right. <clears throat>